back to another episode of the Jerks in the Fourth Row podcast. Coming off a very hot and steamy hunks episode that we just did, uh, I'm joined by Goffstown's most eligible hunk, uh, the birthday boy, Tim Daly. What's going on, Doug? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Goffstown's most eligible hunk. Right, yeah. Yes, and clearly continue to be eligible as we put out podcasts talking about our men crushes and how much we're focused on guys' bodies and stuff like that. So I, yeah, I, I don't understand why people are getting the wrong idea about that, really. <laughs> I, I know. We've had a lot of people reach out and say, uh, guys, so you had something to tell us. And I, you know, we're just being we're just being real. We're being modern men, right? Absolutely. Very secure. We got, got a, a couple of questionable DMs in the last uh, week or so, but we're coming off of that. And, and today we're, we're off of the hunks and we're talking about movies that have huge casts. Uh, and the way that we're going to talk about it is we're going to kind of play a game. Normally we go five to one in giving you our top five. Today we're going to go five to nine. And each with each round that we go through, we're going to give you a movie that we think has five major actors and then put them up head to head. Actors or actresses, put the movies head to head and then figure out who has the highest weighted cast. The next round we'll choose one that has six actors, seven actors, and so on and so on. And then we'll subjectively decide who's going to win. Um, I think, Dog, you and I also have a few things to say about what works, what doesn't work with these highly um, weighted casts. Uh, but it's hard to explain, but I think that does a pretty good job of understanding, you know, the, the format that we're going to be working with today. Definitely. So we're basically going to be comparing, you know, two separate movies and bringing five of those actors and then six of those actors within the movies again to support our arguments to uh to to the you know the metaphorical scale if you will so right. we'll, we'll be weighing out different casts five to nine and i think and i don't know if you ran into this but when i was looking at these movies it was hard a not to choose some of my favorite ones uh even if they didn't have the highest weighted cast and then b where to draw the line so a movie that has like maybe 10 famous actors in it that we would recognize, all 10 of them, narrowing it down to five or nine or what have you and choosing which category you'd put them in or which number slot to give them in. So that being said, I think Tim and I both have a couple of options for each round uh, and we'll, you know, we'll kind of use our best. We're going to kind of play defense. So this is going to be like a snake draft almost. I'll probably, I'll go first round five and then Tim, you'll react to my five with your five and then keep going. So, uh, any other rules? Yeah, the that- games become more apparent as we get into it. So, why don't we just go right for it? Uh, again, as always, age before beauty, um, <laughs> before eligibility. Um, and uh, you come with your five, and then I'll match your five, and we're going to give a subjective reaction and uh, award uh, a point per round. Okay. Me. Okay. So I'm a little nervous here because I think I, I made this first one a little bit thin so I could use the heavy ones later. Again, if you use the movie in the five, then I can't, I can't use that later. Um, so the one that I went with for my five was Wedding Crashers. And my lineup is Vince Vaughn, Owen Wilson, Rachel McAdams, Bradley Cooper, and Christopher Walken. Yeah. Uh, wicked strong. Funny that you have Walken in there. Mine is Pulp Fiction. Oh, so, all right. I got to cross so, that off. Damn. I, I, all right. So go ahead. So my five actors for that are John Travolta, Uma Thurman, Samuel L. Jackson, Bruce Willis, and Christopher Walken. Okay. So it, interesting that we both shared Walken in this first one. I feel, so I, 
I think I my mine automatically wins, right? Well, based off of my ooh reaction, yeah, yeah. I think. Pretty much. I mean, no, you definitely bring some heavy hitters, but I don't think you can compare like Owen Wilson and uh, Vince Vaughn to Bruce Willis and Sam Jackson. I think they're in the next level of stardom. Mm. So I, I'm I'm pretty sure that Bruce. When you say that Bruce Willis is a bigger star than Vince Vaughn. <sighs> Today, like in 2022, um, I think it's I think it's closer. I think it's closer than when it was in 1994, whenever Pulp Fiction came out. But well, obviously, uh, I'm just trying to make a straw man art, uh, argument for this. But yeah, you got this one. I feel like you brought out the biggest gun and used it in round one. But a point's a point. But yes, if you put up well, all I of these. Have gone- I, I wouldn't have gone too much further into the cast. That's the thing. I, re, I I chose it for my five because I wouldn't have gone... Like, the next one would be maybe Steve Buscemi, who is a tiny, tiny, tiny role. He's a waiter. Like, or... Um, no, Ving, uh, Ving Rames. Ving Rames is in there. Ving Tim, Ram- Tim Roth and Hart. Rames is, Steve Buscemi is a bigger actor than Ving Rames. Yeah, but I mean, as far as their role in the movie, like... So Buscemi- you have to, it, it has to be a relevant role in the movie. That's what I mean. Like I, I just pulled from, from casts. So yeah, I, I chose the cast and then, or I chose the movie and then put my top five within that. Okay, from fair, that movie. fair enough. But you could extend that out, and I did. I mean, I'm gonna have to cross this out for a later round. But I went as far as Tim Roth. I, I had, um, who else was in that movie? Yeah, Harvey Keitel was in that movie. And I guess, I guess, yeah, what yeah. would you define as a cameo versus a, an actual role? Like these these characters, Ving Rhymes and Vin Rhymes and um, uh, Tim Tim Roth, they 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 moved the movie along. They were part of the movie. Like Quentin Tarantino in that in his own movie was a cameo, but I, I feel like the other right, two actually we, we had say, roles. All we said was roles. We just said no. You're right. You're right. Like you're right. I feel like you used. I feel like you blew your load early here. But okay. <laughs> no, no, never. Uh, but I definitely am taking round one here. Yeah, okay, um, fair, fair. So I'm going to go ahead and give myself a point. All right. And uh, then and then I'm going to start out the uh, round two with my six actors bringing, bringing to the table. And the movie is Place Beyond the Pines. Oh, all right. And well, let, let's the, hear the lineup. All right, so it's Bradley Cooper. Yep. Um, uh, Ryan Gosling. Ben Mendelsohn, yep. Rose Byrne, Ray Liotta, and let's see. Oh, uh, um, who is the the uh, Ava Mendes? Okay, yep. All right, that pretty strong, pretty strong. I think I have a one that that we might have to leave to the internet for, um, but I'm gonna go. Of course, you probably saw this coming. It's not Fast Six, but Fast Five. Even though I have six actors that are in this one. I'm going fast five. And my six that I'm choosing are Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, The Rock, Gail Godot, Jordana Brewster. And then I'm going to bucket Tyrese and Ludacris in the same thing because I don't. I think they're in every single scene together. Fine. I'll go... If I need to choose one, I'll go Ludacris. I think he's the bigger star. I think I, I, think I win this one again. No, nah, I don't think you did. So, who, who, who lines up with Bradley Cooper? Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel, you think, is as big a star as Bradley Cooper? I think Cooper. I think as big... Yeah, fine. I'll throw... Maybe not because Bradley Cooper had a big year. I'll throw The Rock. The Rock is a big... A big year? 
Yeah, Bradley Cooper had a big year. Yeah, of course. But he's so had a huge career just in general. He's one of the he's like top actors of our of our era. Fine. If you're if that's your if that's your A-lister for that one or if that's your st- the top, then I'll throw the rock at him. I'll throw the rock at him and I'll say Vin Diesel for Ryan Gosling. Because okay. Okay, I, I think that both of those guys, both both The Rock and Vin Diesel, are way more recognizable, or not way more, but more recognizable than Bradley Cooper and this, the combined star power. Gail Godot. Ava Mendez? Gail Godot. Who, I'll, I will throw, Gail Godot. I'll throw Gail Godot against her. Wonder uh, Woman. Okay. Uh, that's, yeah, okay. Okay, Ray Liotta? Who's matching up with Ray? Uh, I'm going to go Paul Walker with Ray Liotta. I don't I, think I, Paul. I think, I think if you condense their careers, Ray Liotta has so many more like blank years in between like Goodfellas and like all the crap he did on network television. And I think yeah, he's, well, he's, he's still doing Adam Sandler movies too. Like he's doing Hugh's <laughs> oh, Halloween. Hold that. Yeah, yeah, we've exactly. I don't think Paul Walker ever had, you know, granted his, his career was cut short. But I don't think his career ever was on the downslope that Ray Liotta's was. Uh, and I think that worldwide, I think that he's well, better known than Ray Liotta. I'm just going to say it. Okay. So who are you going up That's against Jor- Jordana, Bruce- Jordana Brewster? There might have to be non-male-female. you know, male, I, don't even, female. I don't even know the name of Jordana Brewster. I don't know who that is. That's Paul Walker's baby mama in that. It's Vin, it's Vin Diesel's. Mendelsohn's much bigger than... Bigger than like, right. Ben Mendelsohn's a huge, talk about having huge, like, having a couple of moments. He's been a, a really big actor and been some huge film. This is a guy with a lisp who's been in, um, let's see, uh, Star Wars movies. Um, see, the fact that you he, can't rattle this off, Jordana Brewster is a staple in one of the one. biggest, in the one of the biggest franchises ever. In fr- Fast Outsiders, the HBO show, Outsiders. All right, all right, all right. I bet you I our listeners right now can picture who Jordana Brewster is, and he, they can't picture who Ben Mendelsohn is. You and I will, because you know, because I I, I, lo- I really like Ben Mendelsohn, and I in fact I might use him in a later pick. You know, as we get larger and larger, the game gets harder. But in this case, I think I got you covered only because of the sheer popularity of the franchise, and this was their this uh, was their big one. No, uh, I think you're right. The Rock holds a lot a lot of weight. Uh, and you didn't even mention <laughs> Literally. Statham. Well, Statham's as like a cameo at the end. Statham's actually in six. So okay. maybe I could have used six. I think I just like five better. So that's why I went with five. But yeah, six probably has all of these characters. I think, and then I think you talked me out of it because you're right. I have to write Ben Mendelssohn's name down. Um, rather like it's all about ra- name recognition. You need to be yes. like that's you know that's that's a big part of it. Sorry. And I'll, if you I'll if you've ever listened to rap in the last thirty years, you know who Tyrese and Ludacris are too. So I mean, I think Luda is like a sneaky big name that's kind of weighing weighing the ship or, or giving me the edge here. It's spreading out the weight, so he brings in you know he. I mean, it brings in you know hip hop. I mean, Ja Rule represented the first one too. I mean, there there's a there's a bunch of different uh, groups represented in fast movies. I, 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 I'm giving it to you. All right, so I we got 1-1. One, one. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, Before we get into Stevan, i got to ask you, did you go through these movies and say, did you, when you were researching these, did you say, I need big cast movies, or did you go 
to specific actors and then research their movies. No, I went big movies. I went big movies. Looking back, I think this one wouldn't be a debate if I used uh, either six or Fast Six or Fast Seven. I just like Fast Five better because I think Fast Fast Six and Seven brings in Statham, brings in sh- like Charlize Theron, Kurt Russell. So I, I you know, I could have I could have used those, but. Uh, I think it was a fair fight, the, the fact that I used five. But no, I definitely went cast first and then went back. Though I did, we'll get into this later. I did notice a few common people who were in a lot of these bigger build casts. Yes. I think we've already mentioned yeah. Christopher Walken twice. Um, there's going to be others that I'm going to bring up where, where it just seems to be like they, they gravitate towards those scripts or those opportunities or big big budgets, what have you. All right. So let's get on to number seven. Well, if you're curious how I researched mine. Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, very rude of me. How did no, you research yours? I, I, that's kind of how I did it, though. I, I started with an, an actor or, you know, because I had some of those, act, like, yeah, those movies, big cast of movies. But in my mind, a lot of actors popped up as collaboration actors. So, well, again, we'll get into that later. But I think we researched it a little bit different and then made our list that made that fit to our list a little bit. Yeah. So like that's where Place Beyond the Pine comes from. Is, you know, I clicked Bradley Cooper and then I was like, oh yeah, that's got a bunch of like good So, I mean, Bradley Cooper, you could have used the, um, whatchamacallit, what's the movie he's in with uh, Chris Pratt? He plays the raccoon, but... Um... Listen, we we have a we have a whole few more... Okay, all right, all right. I think it's to go through here. We have a few more comparisons right. to make here. It's so hard not to on, get ahead, hold ahead of myself. I'm going to number seven. Seven actors in a film. Okay, I think it's my pick right now, and I'm going to use a big gun here. I'm going to go Departed. I'm going to go. I'm going to use the Departed oh, here. Oh, ooh. <laughs> Judging by your ooh, I think I got you right off the bat. Doug, we well, have... Well, no, I stop. Mean, I'm, I'm happy with something that I'll put up against it, but it's that's... My, the I mean, the only the only non big the only it, I, I, it was hard to select the seventh person in this one but I'm gonna go for it I'm gonna go Leo Mark Wahlberg Jack Nicholson uh, Martin Sheen Alec Baldwin Matt Damon and then my seventh is uh, Vera F- Forminga Forminga so she's she she's the therapist who is going back back between I would have chose Anthony Hamilton. Anthony, oh, you mean Anthony Amer- Anderson. Anderson, Anthony Hamilton. Well, so that? yeah. Anthony Anderson. He's such yeah, a big Anthony. name that you don't even know. But yeah, okay, Anthony Anderson, he kind of gets shot in the head pretty quick. But uh, all right, fine, he, I, whatever. That would be your pick. I don't think it's going to make a difference because of the first six that I said. It's just such a such a heavy cast that I, I, I'll i be shocked to see if you can beat this one. So who do you have for seven? The reason I say ooh is because, and we'll get into it later, but this is in the running for me for heaviest casts of all time, The Departed. It's I'm, like, it's, and the the execution is just amazing. If you don't, if you haven't seen The Departed, that's, you, you need to watch it immediately. I, if you haven't seen The Departed, I just feel sorry for you. <laughs> um, okay, but I, I'm glad with my pick here, because I, I think it's a great movie. Batman Begins. Say that again. Batman Begins. Okay. All right. Batman Begins. So we're Christian Bale. Um, so so again, this is the first. This is the first of the of the Batman series. Christian Bale, Michael Caine, mm-hmm. Ken Watanabe, Liam Neeson. Okay. Gary Oldman. Okay. 
Cillian Murphy, or Killian Murphy, yep. who we always butcher that name. Yep. And uh, my final is Morgan Freeman. Okay, okay, not crazy. Not a bad... The Cillian Murphy, who are you putting up Cillian Murphy? Against? Let's just say his name right, Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy. Pretty sure is how you say his name. So I feel like That's Killian cute. Murphy of, of that list that you just gave me is your sixth. The seventh is, I think you said it real early. Probably Ken Watanabe. Ken Wants, Ken, yeah, Ken Watanabe. Ken Watanabe is probably seven. But, but basically, you know, he, he's highly respected in everything he's done that we've seen, I guess. But you yeah. don't think that's, I mean, he's, right, he's kind of a Christopher he, Nolan, just other than a Christopher Nolan movies, I don't know what other movies he's been in. Uh, Last Samurai. Uh, okay. Amazing job All right. Last Fair. Good. Good pull there. Still. I mean, he he he's in what? I guess yeah. All the Nolan movies, Inception, and the I, Godzilla. He's in Godzilla. Um, Isle of Dogs. Um, so he's he's been he's another person who likes to be in those big casts. I, um, I would I would care to say that he's going up against Alec Baldwin for me, who I feel like is way more recognizable. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to. I mean, so who would? So Michael Caine is like is. He's going up against Sheen. Jack. He's going up against Jack Nicholson. Yeah, and then so Christian Bale's going up against Leo. Yep. And uh, and then like I Liam I, and Neeson would be going Wal, up against Wal, Wahlberg. And then I've got Matt Damon just waiting on the bench to knock out whoever he's. I'd take next. Gary Oldman over Matt Damon, but in terms of weight, no, no, you clearly got it. But yep. the part is, it's with that. I mean. Again, we'll get into it later. You're going to get the point here, the tally, but uh, that it's hard to put. Obviously, The Departed is one of like the greatest casts of all time. So, so I pulled uh, out a big gun, a desperate man needing a point here because you've got that's the, what you call a, a ringer. <laughs> <laughs> you've got the first pick in the next round, uh, so why don't we start there? Um, yeah. All right. So it was between two movies for me, but. I am going to go with Lord of the Rings. Uh, Ooh, for the, the eight? Of the Ring. All right, everyone buckle up because we've got eight, eight actors to list right now. Who do you have for your eight? All right, we got Elijah Wood as Frodo, of course. Uh, Sir Ian McKellen. Orlando Bloom. Sean Bean. Sean Astin. Kate Blanchett. Big one. And... And I think uh, I was between two actors here. Uh, Christopher Lee, uh, I think, who is, I'm going to choose who is Saruman. He's a, been around forever. Yeah. He's now passed away. I know him, yeah. Um, basically, um, like Patrick Stewart's with hair, basically. <laughs> I, 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 or Serial and Ian McKellen. I don't know. They're, they, he, anyways, he plays Saruman. Yeah. Um, but I was between him and, um, well, oh, and then. To finish my list, Vigo Mortensen. You, you did know. say that already. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, I thought. I, yeah. No, I'm not sure if I did. I, um, well, I assumed he was. Uh, he was on your cast. Okay. Right. But the only one who didn't make mine of that would be Andy Circus, who plays Gollum, and he's also Caesar from um, uh, Revenge of the Apes or Planet of the Apes. And he so he plays. He's he's had quite a moment. But anyways, that that's my list. Who, who'd you come with? Okay, I'm gonna use another big gun here, and it's it's almost not fair to use it in this round, but I'm doing it. I'm going Ocean's Eleven. 
Uh, and Ocean's Eleven versus Lord of the Rings. Yes, yeah. yes. This is you could have used this for nine, ten, eleven, whatever. All right, again, bear with me. I'm going George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, Casey Affleck. I'm gonna go Julia Roberts, Andy Garcia, um, and I'm missing two now. I need to do two more. Uh, I'm gonna go Bernie Mac, who I think is in that. Is Bernie Mac? Yep. And Don. Absolutely. And Don Cheadle. Those are my. Don Cheadle. Yep. Those are my eight. Uh, I guess Joshua Jackson's in that movie too, but I don't really remember him that. No, I know who that is, and unless you're like a '90s person, I feel like he's in Entourage and, and all that stuff, right? Uh, Joshua Jackson was in like he was in uh, Dawson's Creek. He was in the Faculty, I think. Uh, you don't. He's in the Affair. Anyways, he's not in there. So again, those are my eight minus Joshua Jackson. Those are my eight right there. Uh, what does your What does your gut tell you about this? Mine my, says my gut is that I'm cheating, but I'm cheating to get the point right here to just bring out a, such a big gun. To, to just knock you down. Like, I feel like this could have been your nine. This could have been your 10. I'm using it here to... So, but I knew you were going to... I had an idea you might use it, so I didn't choose it. And I feel like... So, yours are... The ones in, in your cast are like Hollywood red carpet hounds. Like, they love the red carpet, where mine are, I feel like, <laughs> more practiced, studied actors who, you know, really took this as the role of their lifetime. But so who my my heaviest hitter is probably Sir Ian McKellen. Okay. And who do you put up against that? Matt, I'll go George Clooney, Brad Pitt, take your pick. I don't know. So you think they Clooney pulls more weight than Sir Ian McKellen? Absolutely. Absolutely. What? See, I don't know about that. I I really Okay, how about uh, how about Brad Pitt? Does Brad Pitt I mean, we're coming off this hunks thing where we just did like a 10-minute ode to Brad Pitt. I don't think we've ever so, done a 10-minute ode to Sir Ian McKellen before. So Brad Pitt, I mean, uh, there's it's hard. Again, he's like Leo caliber actor, so it's hard to compare him to anybody. Right, But which is why I chose him. Crew, I mean, in terms of like my crew, uh, I don't know, maybe Sean Astin in terms of like the... <laughs> no the way. No, 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 way. no, no. No way. Can't okay, Blanchett, Jack, Blanchett, maybe. Julia, I'll, I'll throw Julia Roberts at you. So Brad Pitt is like the majority of your weight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Oceans versus Lord of the Rings. Sean Bean. I, again, I feel like yours are all like Hollywood uh, People magazine. Or well, like well Doug, what, what's magazine. the name? I think the way that we structured the game, it has to have been heavyweights, right? Like we're talking about a heavyweighted cast, like... It doesn't. None of, all of mine are heavyweights, but they're so it's like, all right. But so what's all right? I'm gonna go back to this. What we've been doing. What's your gut telling you right now? My wants again wants to side with Lord of the Rings because it's my choice. But it's, it's two different picks. It's it's Hollywood celebrities versus like studied actors who are committed to their roles and have like unique. So it's not what's better, it's who's heavier. Okay, fine, you fucking win. <laughs> <laughs> well, that and makes it anticlimactic yeah. because... Well, like, 
we're we're going into this too much weight. Like you did. Same with Sean Aston. Even though they have great careers, it's I don't think they pull much weight. Like Sean Aston got killed off in Stranger Things like a few years back. Is just like a side character. So I I can't say he pulls much weight. It's just the quality of their the quality of everything is there. True. This is this was just a heavy, you know, big budget coming up, coming to you and just kind of taking this point yeah. away from you and kind of taking away really the the the, the game the game uh, because yeah I'm, I'm I'm up three one going into the final round and we really don't have any anything. That being said, I'm curious to hear what your final round is. Uh, well, I I may even put this the weight of this cast up against the Departed. But I had to save it for my number nine because there's so many. Um, so the my choice is Avengers Endgame, which okay. I'm surprised we it took us this long to get to um, a, a superhero movie. Yes, they they naturally pull a ton well, of specifically of the Avengers too, because it's like all the superhero movies come into one. So you get like the main character oh. of like five different, you know, of the same worlds just all fighting in the same. And this is, okay, we can get into why this is part of the reason why I don't like the Avengers, but go ahead, give me your give me your cast, give me your nine. Yep, so Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, Mark Ruffalo, Scarlett Johansson, mm-hmm. Jeremy Renner, Paul Rudd, Benedict Cumberbatch, and I think if I had to, I think that's enough, but if I... No, that's eight, I got you. Nine, Brie Larson. Okay, perfect. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, the fact that's that huge. nine is Brie Larson is yeah. enormous. I mean, she's she's starred in a, do, I mean, like a dozen even, movies that are Oscar-worthy. So Letitia Wright is another huge one. She's from the Black Panther series. She's. I mean, there's. I could keep going. So, I mean, even I, Fav, John Favreau is, is somebody who pulls a lot of weight. I, I think you got the weird. right nine. I think you got the right nine there. Well, did I? I don't think I'm not sure. Sam Jackson is actually in the movie, so I I didn't I left him out. But again, you know he's a part of that whole universe. But I don't know. I, I think I would put that weight of a cast up against the party. Um, but again, I couldn't justify using it as a, a lesser because yeah, there's so the, many. Yeah, actors. the bench is too good. You had to save it until now, and I think you just because of my of what we talked about before with the Avengers. I, you knew I wasn't going to use it. You would have you would have knocked me out in this round for two reasons, because it's the bigger weighted cast one and two. I'm kind of cheating here. I'm going to be you used Batman Begins earlier. I'm going to be using the Dark Knight Rises. So this is the third in this in the Christopher Nolan series. I would have come. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I would have come with basically a lot of the same cast, but we're going to go with Christian Bale, Tom Hardy, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, Gary Oldman, Anne Hathaway, Morgan Freeman, Michael Caine, uh, Marion Cotier, and Ben Mendelsohn. This will be my Ben Mendelsohn pick right here. Uh, so I- I'm just going to automatically give you the point. Uh, kind of funny that we did. I think this kind of feeds into the second part of the conversation that we're going to have. And it's just types of movies that continue to use these big build casts. And clearly, for our both of our number nine, we use superhero movies. Yeah, well, it is, I mean, you can't fail. When you see, it's a movie formula that can't fail, just packing in as many stars as you can afford into, into a movie. Uh, 
I think Avengers Endgame was still well written, as was the the uh, Bat or excuse me, the Dark Knight Rises. I don't think those necessarily lacked in quality because of the star presence. But um, so I, but I think that it's more likely that they will. Movies like this will like um, a movie that I had on reserve for this one was Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. No, well, let's get Valentine's the, Day. Yes, so. Uh, there are stuff that works and stuff that doesn't. I don't think particularly Avengers does because there are so many major plot lines that you have to follow that it a it doesn't give the people who I don't know it doesn't give the major actors that that are in it I feel like the screen time that they're used to one b there's just so so many storylines to follow that we're supposed to now when it's Scarlett Johansson's turn now when it's Benedict Cumberbatch's turn. We're supposed to just like reamp and just feel like, oh, this is an epic scene again. And it's epic, 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 epic to the point where you get to the fourth scene and you're just desensitized by it already. You're just like, okay, just we're waiting around for the final Thanos battle. And, you know, which which one should I put weight into? Because I'm going to be exhausted by the time we get to that final final battle. That being said, I think that there is a lead actor in um, the Batman Begins, or I'm sorry, the Bat- the Dark Knight Rises, Christian Bale is leading. I think even with you, with a big cast like that, you need someone to be like, okay, this is the main character. You need an alpha dog to to figure it all out. Who would you say in Avengers is that person? That's the reason why it's all kind of jumbled for me because I well, don't know a, who the main character point, is. They try, they try different people, you know, for some, Captain America is the central figure. For others, Iron Man is the central figure. And now it's becoming Spider-Man. So, you know, you're absolutely right. That just proves your point that it is it is delineated or it's just spread out. It's There's not one central story. And now with uh, all the, the multiverse stuff coming out and the time stuff, there none of it ever mattered because now it can be, like, gone back. So... Uh, it, it, but in terms of weight, which what we talked about on this podcast is weight of cast. Yeah. Um, it then one some one thing we discussed before. It doesn't mean necessarily the quality of movie is that the heaviest weighted cast doesn't necessarily produce the the heaviest quality or the the highest quality of movie. And I think that's what we really wanted to touch on in the latter half is is how it's it's almost just a money grab. To they just throw as much they, they meet everyone's quota in movies like, as I mentioned before, Valentine's Day, which has like yeah. just tons and tons. So it's Julie Roberts, Jamie Foxx, Anne Hathaway, Jessica Alba, Kathy Bates, Jessica Biel, Bradley Cooper. There's endless, endless names in there. That but that's the movie is just them being on screen. Together. Yeah, you're it's hanging out. A matter of right, you get to hang out with all those stars for two hours. It doesn't matter what the storyline is, and I think that that. That that's all really they tried to sell it as. Like I think I remember the trailer for that was like two minutes long, and they they just had to do that so that they could get four seconds of each one of those stars into the trailer. Like, <laughs> right? Thirty Rock did a bat did a bit on that, or they you know Jenna Maroney, one of the characters was in it, and it was called Martin Luther King Day, and it, <laughs> and it was just like I need a date for Martin Luther King Day, and it's like who am I gonna do? And there's Emma Stone with like Andy Samberg with. Yep. Uh, somehow Liam Neeson was in it, and then they like throw a Muppet character. It's just fun. Anyway, so there it's... is. It it tends to be there. There is like this phenomenon around the holidays ones. Like you said, there's Valentine's Day, 
there's Mother's Day, there's New Year's Day, like all of these have like huge casts, all of which I think, I think Julia Roberts is in almost every single one of those things, too, every mm. single one of them too, which is odd. She's also in the Ocean series, which has, has a ton of actors in all of those. And I think that there's one around Christmas too. What's the one that has with like Hugh Grant? And it's just got so many different actors in it. That it's Boxing just, Day? I don't know. I have no Boxing idea. Day. Boxing <laughs> Day, right. Who knows? Uh, so no, but there are there are certainly she is a, a person who likes to collaborate on big casts. There are people who gravitate towards big casts. I mean, um, I think Matt Damon and Brad Pitt are some like the pretty much anybody. Most people in those oceans movies, I feel like, are just kind of big cast actors. They share the screen well. They do, yeah. I don't think that Brad Pitt necessarily needs to be the alpha dog in every single one of his shows. So I think that's why he fits so well mm -hmm. into them. So I, I was with you. Like when I first thought about this, I'm like, yeah, those big build casts, they just never seem to work. But there are a few that do. I think you can just look right into the Ocean series and just be like, you can look at those three. I don't know if they had different directors or if they had different people vying for screen time. But Ocean's Eleven does work. It's a good movie. It's it's not like the best movie I've ever seen. And I think they could have used the talent differently. See Departed, like that has just almost a similar cast. But then, but Ocean's Eleven does work, and I think it's again, it's because the focus is on Clooney. Clooney takes the alpha dog role. He's Danny Ocean, and Julia Roberts is the main lead, female female lead as well. I would argue that Andy Garcia is the third, is the third like alternate or whatever is the third dog in that one. But still, like all the other guys are kind of like doing their own thing and just coming in with like their quippy lines. Brad Pitt's over there eating something all the time. Uh, yeah, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt well, might I be third in line on that one, but but I think everyone else fell in line. Like Damon was like the nerdy, like you know Harvard guy who was just you know brought in for again his part in the in the place. Whereas Clooney's just always on stage. I think you do when you get a big cast like that. I think you need the 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 to identify who the main character is in order for it to work. But I think, and I think it's easier for casts who are friends. So out in in real life. Uh, why I think the oceans played so well is I, you know, there was a natural chemistry amongst all of them. And I think they all do kind of hang out in Hollywood. Um, and you know, in, there are, there are certain casts who stick together and like to work together. Yeah. Um, like didn't, I don't think I used any of his movies, but the Wes Anderson crew, yeah, like, well, let's... Bill Murray and Willem Dafoe and, and, uh, you know, Schwartzman and all these there's always some really big heavy hitters and they seem to enjoy working together. Um, Grand, Grand Buda, Wes Anderson the, was one that I had circled here. He tends, and I think it's the actors saying, this might be my only chance to do a Wes, act, a, a Wes Anderson film, so let me jump in there. I think Ed, Ed Norton was like a scout leader, a very minor role. Bill Murray, obviously, never is, I don't think he's ever usually no, like... Bill the, Murray, see, I disagree. Bill Murray, I think Wes Anderson and Quentin Tarantino are much... Are, are very similar in that they have their go-to people that they include in almost all their films. Bill Murray is one of those for Wes Anderson. No, he, he is. I'm, I'm saying he doesn't necessarily have to be the lead, the lead. I would say even in The Life Aquatic, he is Steve Zizou or whatever, but I wouldn't say he's the main character in that. In that um, it, Not necessarily. It's, you know, the, Wes Anderson is almost the focus of the film. Yeah, absolutely. Direct, yeah, it's, his it's, style. That's why he's almost... It's the style is, is really the focus of everything, and I think people get behind that. Uh, I mentioned Quentin Tarantino yep. as, as well. I think people like that style, and that's 
his style, um, but of, uh, of work ethic too, I, as I understand, um, I've read a lot of interviews, but being on set with him and I guess it's pretty awesome. That's who I think a lot of people jump at the opportunity. You know, a movie I, I, I had on, I think on backup for maybe seven or that I should have put up against the departed was once upon a time in Hollywood. Mm. So that's Brad Pitt, Leo, Heavily um, weighted with those two guys, but yeah, um, uh, what's Margot Robbie's in in that as well? Yes. After so, after that, it falls off. Did. I guess I guess Al Pacino's in it, but he's kind of just a cameo in that. But uh, after right. that, so, it kind of falls off. But yeah, no. But definitely, uh, you're onto something with the director, Wes Anderson, Quentin Tarantino. I have two other act- directors that so, seem to draw but, a crowd as well. But getting on to the point that not all movies jam-packed with high-quality actors or, you know, not not all movies like that are garbage, which was my, and it sounds like your initial uh, reaction yeah. to this is going to be like, all right, we're just going to find, oh, another another one of mine that I almost used was Smoking Aces. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Smoking Aces, like, we just jam-packed with, like, right. you know, 30 recognizable people who... Yeah, you know, it's just an action-filled movie with recognizable faces, mm-hmm. um, but it might hold up in terms of weight to something as as quality as uh, uh, Oceans or a Quentin movie that just focuses in on a smaller number of people or something like that. But so, it's so I want in terms of the talking about cast presence. It it's uh, something that's used differently in movies, but I think the draw is is always there, and how they use the draw of the cast is differs from movie to movie. I I, I would agree. Um, so the the two other directors that I felt I when just in my research I found people just jump to to be in in movies with them, and it often leads to big big casts like this. Um, was uh, the two that you mentioned already, Wes Anderson, Quentin Tarantino, and then I have. Christopher Nolan as one. If you look at our list, we use the Batman ones. Inception has a shitload of people in it. Um, yep. Who else? Uh, Inception was Inception. I almost used, but then it had too many. Right. <laughs> like I, I didn't. That's so you asked earlier where to draw the line. I couldn't draw the line with Inception. The other one I have yeah. is Martin Scorsese too. Martin Scorsese yeah. t- tends to pack them in there. If you, I mean, we use The Departed. Whether you like it or not, The Irishman has a ton of, you know... No, I looked up Goodfellas and right. uh, Casino and stuff. I, I would see what, Ray Liotta had much more weight back in Goodfellas than he did when... What did you use him for? What movie did you use him for this time? Place Beyond the Pines. Place Beyond the Pines, yeah. So that's a deep cut movie, but I think I mentioned it a couple different times on this podcast because I think it doesn't get its due. Um, and I... If you haven't seen it, it just it's got a ton of heavy hitters and it's a it's a surprising movie. So I think that is again in, influencing or uh, my my decision making. And I always it was also as usual trying to anticipate who you were going to pick so I mm. can then mm. you know balance my decisions because like you said, I could have chosen a a superhero movie every time or a. a you know, one of those Valentine's Day movies every yep. single time, and you'd win. But, but it's that wouldn't be as fun. Um, two other types of movies that, or other movies that I was going to use, types of movies, is the whodunits. So a lot of times, like movies like The Knives Out, nice. The yep. Murder on the Orient Express, The Clue, Clue, the Clue exactly. 
the whodunits, but they tend to bring, they, I think they tend to spread their budget out. So you'll recognize all the pe- all the murder mystery people who are supposed to be involved in, in, in these whodunits, but they're more of the B-list celebrities. And again, they're usually led by the alpha who's the detective who comes in, the Daniel Craig, the uh, who's Hercule Poin- Poinier or whatever it is in the Murder of Orient Express. You know, it's usually the te- it's usually you're in the 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 detectives driving the de- driving the those types of movies, no, but they no, usually no, have a huge. Is a really good is a really good like format for fitting a ton of actors in. Um, another an, another one would be you know a sports team like there are sports movies that there are tons of. Of great actors in, but typically there is one focus, and then they're all per- most of them are peripheral. Besides that, so I didn't really have any one sports movie where I was like, "Oh, these are all heavy hitters." Honestly, if you go through, uh, uh, remember the Titans? There's like random characters like Ryan Gosling's just like one of the ran- this is one of the teammates, mm-hmm. and so you can find stuff like that. Um, but I think the who whodunits the. Um, the uh, sports movies and then one another one we didn't mention was uh, big comedies yeah so that was my last and- one i have i have two actors in particular who tend to pull just crazy and that's that's will ferrell and adam yeah. sandler adam sandler yeah. and will ferrell yeah. just for whatever reason if you go through their their build cast i mean even if they're just in the cameos like obviously like you said you were just about to say anchorman like yeah. just the battle scene alone has you know, just royalty. Yeah, just uh, between the Anchorman one and two, I think we see Ben Stiller, Vince Vaughn, Jim Carrey, Tim Robbins, uh, obviously Will Ferrell and his entire crew. Um, I mean, even in Anchorman one, Seth Rogen is the camera person. There you go, like, Seth Rogen. You know, right, uh, Vince Vaughn, Steve Carell. I uh, mean, Paul Rudd, uh, America's America's hottest man, Paul Rudd. Is is Will Ferrell's back? Who's Veronica Corningstone again? What's her name? Oh, Applegate, Christina Applegate. Christina Applegate, right? So, Um, but I think it's the same thing with these directors. Everyone wants to do an Adam Sandler movie. Every and and he brought up a huge cast from the Saturday. He can dip into the Saturday, an endless Saturday Night Live pool. Same with Will Ferrell. I think everyone wants to be doing a will or say that they've they've worked with will ferrell or did one of his you know signature movies in anchorman so see i think i think people probably they want to work with will ferrell because every almost is is really funny with adam sandler they must just be joking around on set and having a good time like i i have a feeling um i've actually i've worked with a person who does grip on the sets which is like building sets and stuff and uh, he says they're all just like friendly guys hanging out and having fun. So like, I have a feeling, much like Quentin, like Adam Sandler's probably got a pretty good presence on set. Like he, you know, they're they're not controversial movies, and I bet you every single person makes their quota and then some. Like, yeah, I think was, I Netflix mean, just tossed like what four hundred mil at Sandler to do a few movies. So he's like, hey, Rob Schneider, what are you doing? And he's <laughs> nothing, like, absolutely nothing. nothing. <laughs> no, I will absolutely come by. So said, I mean, I can do it. So as crappy as those are, I mean, I think people will continue to do them because they they're almost harmless films. Yeah, you know? like they're just and then, and there and there's endless money that they can tap into. So well, it's probably fun. It's probably fun to be on set too. Like Adam Sandler seems like a pretty relaxed guy. Like uh, between you and me, I watched. Uh, 
grown-ups, what, three weeks ago, four weeks ago? I am... it was good. I'm I'm willing to say when it, the first time I saw it, I was not on board. I think I'm I think I've changed my mind. It does. It just looks like those guys rented like a big cabin up on Winnipesaukee or wherever they were, and they just had a good time and they came up with the jokes as they went. And I mean, the jokes aren't good, but I mean, they're not like they're not. And grownups are not as bad as Hubie's Halloween or uh, Ridiculous Six because those are just shameful. He should, he should feel bad about those. So in your research, dog, and I'm kind of getting to the end of this, I wanted to ask you a question. What do you feel like, and, and this, isn't, this isn't a blanket statement for every single movie, but when it comes to heavy build cast, casts, what do you think is the number that you find is, is, gets to be too much? Where do you go along the line, the spectrum? So we can even start back at two and we can go all the way up to ten, as we see in the Oceans movies. Where is your line? Where is your line that you usually just for like, okay, that might be too many? Um, I think because I found it, that's a that's a good question. And it was, I totally found it. I would have said before I did this research, maybe six or seven, but I think, I think probably eight or nine. Oh, or so, so you went nine. higher. So you went higher. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. I, I think um, because... I mean, I think there's room, especially in some of these longer movies and uh, um, the more modern stories, I think there's room for, on screen, for just more than just one main person. There is. I think there's, you know, there's, there's, there's room for multiple stories that then collide at the end. Are really I think nowadays, too, you can hear Novi barking in the back. He, he agrees with you. Um, I think nowadays, too, that we're so used to, there's so many big stars now. That I think that these like so I don't bat an eye when when there's five, like if like for instance I think we just saw Little Women last year. There's um, what was another one? I mean, and, and name name the action name the action movie. They almost all have they start with four, five isn't that big of a deal. Where back in the day, I think Pulp Fiction was a big deal. You use that as what yeah. six? Well, I, like I that mean, was in my huge. head is like oh that's got a ton of act, and then I researched it and I was like well it's really like kind of like the four or five main, but, and then you know, there's a few periphery like you said Harvey Keitel or Quentin there. But when it came uh, out, they didn't. Screen. That was like kind of like oh my gosh, there's more than just like two people sharing the screen. Yeah. Like holy shit! Right. So and nowadays, yeah. I think something like that is is. You know, they just did that OJ that OJ thing on FX. This is like five years ago, where they had Travolta, they had uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Swimmer, exactly. And it's just like, okay, this is a this is a crappy series now. Where back in the day, like this cast would have been like, oh my gosh, how many people are in this? So I think it's just easier to do now. Yours is near eight. I think my cutoff is right about six, um, where I can actually follow, but. Still, I mean, eight can be done right. I think we've established on this pod that, you know, if it's done right, then it can be done. And I I wouldn't necessarily not watch it because of the number. But generally speaking, I think six is my number. That's that's kind of like my cutoff. And, you know, I I think, yeah, seven or eight, that's I'm comfortable because once they start, you know, rifling off the names, I do kind of my eyes start to roll a Mm -hmm. little bit like, okay, they're just throwing names at me. But no, I'm always open to it. I mean, I'm. I usually judge it by a script or by its feeling. Um, one that we we didn't mention that I feel deserves some attention is uh, movies like the movie Drive, or not Drive, excuse me, uh, Crash. Crash, yeah. Um, which is you know has 
maybe eight to six different stories going on with famous actors, each and one of them, and then they all come together at the end. That was a popular thing for a little while. There's a few different uh, movies like that that are kind of pieced together, and they were, they were also big moments, in, you know, like... Yeah, the, yes. I, you remember seeing that come out. Yeah, and being definitely. Like, oh, that's going to be a big deal. Brendan Fraser's in that. That's going to be a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> that's how long ago that one was big. Yeah, exactly. Yes, no, it's definitely Crash would be on there. Um, there was a, uh, he's just not that into you. Uh, that was another one that just had like a ton of people in there. Like, what wasn't um, Babel one of them too? I feel like Babel was was had like a ton of different actors in it. Brad Pitt, Kate Blanchett. So, like, yeah, it's it's the 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 novelty of just getting that many people on screen has kind of worn off as as we've gone along. Well, I also think the nature of Hollywood is changing. There are. So the nature of celebrity in in America, in the world is changing. There are no more Michael Jordans and Michael Jacksons. And and, and I know those are just celeb- general celebrities, but there's no more mythical, like, Hollywood actors. There's no... Yeah. There's none of these people who are just like bigger than life because life has changed and you see into all their lives. I mean, if so you were going to if you're going to ask the jerks, I think I think Leo kind of is that person for us. Daniel Day Lewis. And Dan- yes, Daniel yes. Yep. That's a good one. But they they kind but of think- they kind of pick and choose, you know what I mean? Like they they can write their own scripts and they can choose which ones they want to do. So but I think the mega star I think is going to become a thing of the past. I hope not. I hope not, but we'll see. I don't know who that, but I think you're right because I don't know who like that who is. Like right now, Phil, who is a, I really, is your word, I'm like being serious. Phil, right now, <laughs> who is who is a global artist? Different music, um, uh, sports or movies, who's a global figure, maybe a non-political, like the global entertainment figure who is is at that level of say you know michael jordan or michael jackson um, or yeah i would i would say i would say leo i would say will smith i would say i mean i honestly think the rock is more popular than you think yes um, no i would i think the rock more so than leo or will smith i, I think know. the rock is probably some of the closest we have to a massive international celebrity that is that is like there's like some myth behind them yeah you know there's there's daniel day lewis had that myth status and like he's almost grandfathered in just by the way he would do things the method acting and all that um from a from a sports standpoint i think lebron obviously and then um Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, do, you, do you know who Cristiano Ronaldo is? He's yeah, more of like yeah, a soccer. Okay. So I mean, take yeah. America out of it, but I think he, him, like he's kind of like the David Beckham. Only I think he's he's even better than David Beckham was ever at soccer. But he's kind of like that international it soccer guy. Um, so I'd say he he's he's up there. Um, well, you know what I'm saying. There's there are there are fewer and fewer figures that are just on the absolute highest highest tier because. I think the nature of celebrity has changed. It's more personal and it's less of these myth. You know, you watch the last dance with Michael Jordan and you realize that he's not the, like the great guy that Nike and Gatorade made him out to be. Right. You know, they were able to, there's no more shaping that narrative like they used to with, again, and someone like Michael Jackson, just a, a level of celebrity that I'm not sure today. So again, I think that it contributes to the, 
more people collaborating together and there Agreed. being great movies like Hubie's Halloween, <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> like that's my boy, uh, ridiculous six, pretty much anything under the happy Madison tent is, you know, we gotta Agreed. be grateful for it. Agreed. All right. Well, let's, let's open up the uh, social media feeds and see which ones we missed. Dog, again, a happy, happy early birthday, belated birthday. And when you're listening to this, um, sorry, I had to beat your ass on your birthday at this game, but rules are rules. So last question. Who do you think of all the casts we talked about, who gets the heaviest weight? What cast is the heaviest weighted cast of them, of them all? I'm going to give it to Ocean's Eleven. I mean, but it's not the best. I just has, I just don't want to do that because it's not the best movie of all. But I, I I'm still... I'm giving it to Departed. I'm giving Departed. it to Departed okay. still. Yeah. You're, swap, you're basically swapping out Leo and George Clo- for George Clooney and Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah. it's... I mean, but, it but, is. But George, uh, Jack Nicholson... Jack Nicholson... True, and, true. Uh, and uh, Sheen, Martin Sheen. That's crazy, man. Those, those, all those actors together are, are huge. Yeah, you're not going to get any arguments. Like you said, having Anthony Anderson as a periphery, he's a, he's a big name right now. Eh. He's got multiple shows. He's got multiple shows who are, who are big. I guess I guess my first when I went to go see Departed in the theater, I go, oh, like this is the one guy that like really you couldn't find someone oh, else he to did be great. He, he did, did he not perform well at the time? Like the only thing I had ever like the only thing I'd ever seen him on was like some network show, and he was like he was in movie three. Yeah, yes. and, and right, exactly. He was like one of those actors at the time. I think me, myself, and Irene. He was like one of the triplets, or he was one in of Exit. Yeah, that's right. He was one of the sons. He was also in Exit Wounds. So he wasn't a serious actor to me. So I think I'm I'm uh, my first experience with it. But yeah, at, right now he's still relevant. Right now, so I think no, I think he's in the conversation of of him and Tyler Perry, or in this. I mean, Ty- Tyler Perry is of course in an upper echelon, but he's in terms of um, uh, you know making popular. Uh, I'm, I'm with you. For, I, I think you just why? named it. If they swapped those two out, I think I would have been less disappointed. He's yeah, he's he's huge in black entertainment right now. True, and I think again, in terms of weight, Departed's got mine. Uh, yeah, it's a better movie, so you're not going to get an argument from me. I I would I would watch the Departed way over any of the oceans. Again, ocean first one's good, the last two suck. So, uh, and oceans eight don't even get us started. All right, Doug. Good, good place to end, man. Happy birthday. Thanks. Peace.